Hello everyone and welcome to Harbor for the Arts. If you can hear this lawnmower outside of my window, I apologize for that, but we're just going to keep going. <laughs> welcome to Harbor for the Arts podcast, where the performing and creative arts meets lifestyle. The mission of this podcast is to enhance, inspire, educate, and entertain all listeners about the performing and creative arts, including opera. I'm your host, opera singer Bree Cooper. I'm an arts advocate and award-winning music educator. I ran for Congress twice. I'm an author, a TV host, podcast playwright, producer, and more. Did I mention I also work full-time for a very prominent arts organization in the heart of Washington, D.C.? where we present international artists on stage throughout the Washington, D.C. area, as well as our education component, which goes into schools. So I really love what I what I do. This is day 17 or episode 17 of Podmas. If you don't know what Podmas is, I talked about it in the first episode of Podmas. So just look through the history and go to Podmas episode one. I go into a little bit of detail there, but I primarily wanted these micro episodes, I guess you can call them, to be a little bit more consistent and to really bring all of us closer together during the holiday season. Now, I know many of you say, oh, well, Christmas is over, but actually for me, it's over January 5th. Because I believe this year, the 6th starts the Feast of the Epiphany, which means we go all the way through Ash Wednesday. So I'm trying to get all of these episodes up. Today's episode, we are diving into a topic close to many of our hearts. If you are a performing artist, even if you're not, as a classical singer, I have been in many situations where I found myself pretty much alone, lonely. And that's what we're talking about today, loneliness. And especially for those who are on tour or even if you might find yourself isolated and you're in the spotlight or maybe you're working towards a goal. Maybe you are auditioning out there. Maybe you're finishing college. Maybe you started college. Maybe you are actually finish college and it's your first year in the quote real world first of all I want you to know if you're feeling lonely you are not alone because so many of us deal with that as I mentioned when I was on tour I remember the day it hit me about how just how lonely I was I didn't know where it was coming from I wasn't doing anything out of the ordinary I knew my cast Mates and I were really good friends. We really enjoyed each other's company, but it was something in me that I just could not shake it. I was feeling lonely, not really depressed, just lonely. And it was this thing of if I don't get married or have kids, oh my gosh, what is, you know, this is it. It's just my career. It's one or the other. Many of us feel that way. And it's essential to remember that. In the midst of crowds and and the the spotlight, many of us grapple with solitude. It's it's really important that we understand that feeling lonely doesn't mean that you're alone. It means that it's time to connect. 
maybe not with more people, but with yourself and a few meaningful connections. This, I cannot tell you, impacted me because loneliness drove me to make several crazy decisions. Decisions I look back now, like literally I was thinking about it over the holiday and I was thinking, oh my God, I would not have done that. If if I had only known now what I was supposed to know then, I think I would have spared myself a lot of heartache, a lot of confusion, a lot of other people's drama in my life. And I wish I understood that. So I want everyone out there to really understand the what it means to be lonely and that that's okay. But what it means is that it is, it's, it's your brain telling you, oh, it's time to connect. Now, if you think of yourself like a well and you think of the people in your lives or maybe responsibilities you have, you assign each one of those a bucket. So let's say, let's say your vocal coach, you have to meet with them, you have to give them some water, okay? Maybe you have to work full-time. I work full-time. You have to go in the well. That job you have goes in your well and they take more out, okay? So now the water is going down, right? And then the next task or job comes along and you represent that. What's like a bucket? They go in the well and so on and so forth. Until guess what? There's no water left in the well. That's what I know I missed before. I did not understand that it that was a clue that, oh wait, I need to connect with myself because everybody else is getting what they need from me, but I'm not giving myself what I need. It could be, you know what? I'm turning the phone off. No one can reach me. I will send a text maybe to let people know in the morning that I'm fine doing whatever the heck I want to do with no interruptions, none, until I feel like I'm ready to contact people. We give energy every time we're around people. So therefore, we have to really kind of dial it back reconnect with ourselves and find something that helps you to reconnect with yourself. It could be church. It could be being part of a church group. It could be learning a new hobby. It could be doing a masterclass. You're writing notes and anything that could make you better, but it's for you and for your own well-being. Now, Instead of resisting loneliness, I think we should all lean into it and, and consider it a pause or a moment to reflect, recharge, and rediscover. And that's what I was just talking about. I didn't know this when I was on tour. I was so lonely. I left a Broadway show because I was lonely. I was also worried about my parents because I didn't want to be out on the road. and They were getting older. But a big part of it was I was the fear of loneliness drove me to marry the wrong person. It drove me to do a lot of things I did not care to do, didn't want to do. My my world was performing. I have a child out of that marriage and I had to raise her as a single parent. My parent, you know, the history of my family, everyone has always stayed together. 
and I, I, I got a divorce and it was hard and I married the wrong person, but I also have to make sure my daughter doesn't feel that she's wrong because I married the wrong person. She's beautiful. It's the biggest blessing in my life. But there were decisions that I made that were just the wrong decisions, all rooted in being lonely and resisting being lonely and resisting being alone, which I had always been alone. Like I've always like done everything alone. I think I was just tired of just doing every single thing alone. My career, I'd been doing it. I didn't have anyone to share it with except for my parents, which were, they were always so happy. But it was hard. It was really hard. I remember, I remember thinking about that. I did have to come back to a moment where I had to reflect, recharge, and, and just rediscover myself. So you want to use this time to really delve into your craft. You should journal your thoughts or even meditate. And solitude can be a, a really great source of inspiration. The next thing you should do to help you overcome your loneliness. You could do this if you're on tour right now or if you're not on tour. At any stage where you're feeling lonely, you want to dive into your art. Everybody says this. Your art is your sanctuary, whether it's practicing your musical instrument or choreographing a dance or painting a canvas. Immerse yourself in your art. And you know, took me to the day my mother died I realized the gift that she and my dad gave me which was music they were behind me 100% but that music was to keep me and I always knew that but it became crystal clear when I would hear her she was an opera singer she would home towards the end of her days I remember just so clearly thinking and telling her thank you for the gift of music because she she made sure she cultivated that so that I would not be lonely. That if I focused on it and I took time to immerse myself in it, comfort myself with it, that it was my sanctuary. And I'm sorry to get emotional, but that's what I learned the day my mom died. Artistic expression can be really, really cathartic, you guys, and help channel feelings of loneliness into something beautiful and profound. I mean, how many times have we created something at a time when we were alone or lonely? Think about the pandemic, how much beautiful music was created because of this found time of loneliness and sense of loss and being alone. And I'm not talking alone for a day or two. This was three years, you guys. We were in a pandemic. We were shut down. The whole world shut down for what, two years? Going on three? So dive into your art. The next tip is to really seek connections. While it's really tempting to want a really big network of friends, Remember, quality beats quantity any day of the week. So you want to make sure you're connecting with people that deserve your attention, that deserve your friendship. Maybe it's a fellow performer that maybe you don't have the closest relationship, but you look to that person like, wow, you know, somehow they've got it figured out. I really appreciate their talent. I really appreciate what they've gone through. And just by getting to know them, maybe that enhances 
you as well. Maybe that that could makes you connected. Maybe it's a local artist. Maybe it's someone entirely unrelated to the industry. And remember, one one heartfelt conversation can be more fulfilling than 100 superficial ones. And you know, in the Bible, it says we should fellowship. That is very important to be around others, to laugh with others. You know how they have a fellowship hall? Maybe, I don't know, not a, I don't know about everyone's church, but I know we have a great hall, like in any church that I've been to, there's always been like a little reception after the church service where people go and fellowship. They, they, they don't, they may not know each other, but they'll have coffee, they'll have tea, they'll chat for a few minutes, but it does make you feel a little bit different. It makes you feel connected. The next one and the last one for me, like a big tip, is use technology. And unfortunately, technology these days is abused. However, we are also fortunate to live in an era where technology bridges the gaps. You could set up regular video calls like we did during the pandemic with loved ones. You can join online community of artists, something I'm not very good at, but I have cultivated that which is why the podcast is called Harbor for the Arts, because I want all of us to come here and feel like, oh, I can just listen, get away, get some tips, or maybe just be entertained, gain insight. And uh, you also could start a group chat with fellow performers. Technology can really, really just remove that distance and cultivate a, a real sense of belonging. So to all the artists out there who are listening, loneliness does not have to define you. It's merely a chapter in your journey. And remember to embrace it, channel it, and most importantly, use it as a catalyst for growth. For, use, it for, use it as a catalyst for growth. And if you have to make a decision and you are dealing with tired, being tired or exhausted, Try to delay that decision. Go take a nap. Give yourself 24 hours at least to think about it and then make the decision. Don't do what I did, which so many of my nutty decisions were based early on, like I'm talking about when I was 30, in the 30s, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, all of those ages. So many decisions I made, crazy decisions based on just fear of being alone and being lonely and ending up with the wrong people and meeting the wrong people and just letting people in that didn't deserve to be in there. So that's a wrap for today's episode. I hope you found these tips very helpful. Don't forget to definitely share this episode with fellow artists. And until next time, stay inspired and keep creating. Love you. Bye.